You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you i actually applied and i had gotten in and i had put you know played ice hockey on my application but that was it and we never like talked about it and I was like JV or like lower than JV like thirds like last string ice hockey like could barely skate kind of thing but (laughs) you know they have to let everybody on the team because everybody has to do something and then I was at visiting school for like accepted students and one girl introduced me to someone else. They're like, oh, this is Alex. She's our ice hockey recruit. And I was like, <laughs> ice hockey recruit? I was like, uh, do you guys know that I have zero intention of playing ice hockey in college? It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 117. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. It's a busy week. Very. Like, it was. it's funny because, like, yesterday, you were like, oh, there's not going to be much to talk about. And all of a sudden. And then as soon as you said that, we just got peppered with stuff. Yeah, all kinds of stuff happening. Yes. Do you want me to just, do you want me to just kind of go just through? No foreplay. Get right to the chase. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna give some details about the challenge that the clip out is having. We have lots to talk about regarding Soul Cycle, and we have lots of inner workings to discuss at Peloton. Uh, we've got promotions. We've got celebrity updates. We've got instructor news, and uh, then we're gonna revisit a conversation about outdoor voices. Okay. Which was a line of clothing that uh, they had a recent Peloton drop with. And then um, there's some new stores coming. We're going to talk about that. We have to do a follow up with the Lizzo ride and uh, also a follow up uh, for the New York City Peloton on track event, as well as a new new Peloton commercial. Well, that's a lot. I know. Shoo. So uh, I guess before we get to all that Shameless plugs Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts Where you can go rate, review, and subscribe Uh, We have a new review I would like to hear it Well, I would like to read it (laughs) They say It's convenient Yes 
It's from uh, Katie May and just says, love it in the headline. <laughs> Peloton related information presented in a funny way. All I need in a podcast. And then the leaderboard na- name, which she gives is Beach Happy. Well, I love that. So thank you. Thank you very much for the nice review. I really appreciate you taking the time to do that. Absolutely. And then also don't forget we're available on Facebook at facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, you can also join the clip out group. They each kind of serve different roles. So if you like the show, that's probably a good idea to do both like and join. Yes. So there, I guess that's all of that. So uh, let's dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for news of the Peloton. Well, this almost feels like I'm continuing shameless plugs because we're still talking about ourselves, but <laughs> well, we can put it at the top of the show because it's our show. We can do that. So we're it's, talking it's about, not about us. specifically. Right, we're talking about something we're doing. Yes. As a show. Hopefully everybody saw that really cool post that Tom posted that said the clip out challenge is coming. Right. Yeah. So people love the, the all the different challenges. Yes. And we, we you and I were talking. Yeah, we wanted to do something fun. But we didn't want to, like, add to the struggle. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you're already doing, like, four power zone rides a week, we know that secretly means six. And and so... Yeah, and if, if you're doing that, plus you're trying to do, you know, challenges with other groups, like, right. there's just no time left. So, we kind of thought, what can... Can we structure a challenge that would not necessarily add or unduly add to maybe other challenges that you're doing? And if you're not doing any challenges, would still be fun. Right. So this is what we came up with. It is a bingo game. And it's a little bit different than some of the other groups have done for bingo. So we think it's unique in the Peloton world. It's going to be actual bingo. So what I mean by actual bingo is that uh, starting in September... You have to be 100 years old to play. <laughs> yes. And you have to have a little marker and trolls sitting in front of you at all times. And uh, in a smoke-filled cafeteria of a Catholic grade school. <laughs> you cannot play this game unless you have done those things. Right. So you'll have to move your bike. <laughs> Or what I mean by traditional bingo is that uh, what we're going to do is we're actually going to have call outs every week. And so we have designed a game that has it encourages you to take a class with every single instructor, be it meditation, be it yoga, the tread, etc. Now, I know some of you guys do not have the tread. A lot of people still don't have the tread. And that is fine. You're still going to be able to do this because you have Peloton Digital. And so. The requirement will be you do any class. Every single instructor has some kind of content besides the bike. So might be an arms class, might be a core class. It, there's all kinds of things. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you a time frame each week that you have to take this teacher. Like you'll, we're going to tell you at the end of the week. So we're going to be like, okay, from last week, here's your here's your teacher, here's your instructor. Well, and it's not all going to be instructors though. It's right. also going to be other options in there. Like it could be take a, a football ride or take a, a country ride. And a or, football ride would be uh, Jen Sherman's uh, football ride that she has on Sundays. Right. Um, some people don't know that. So I was just sure just and, making that clear. And the, the fact that some people don't know that is kind of the, the point. The point is to kind of just to get you to explore different avenues and and little tributaries that Peloton has for you because now there are so many. So many. And so uh we will have a website that we will send you to. All this will be forthcoming, but you will go and get a 
bingo card just for yourself, a unique bingo card that will reorder all the potential things that you could theoretically be asked to do every week. We will draw one of those things, call it out. You will have a certain amount of time in which to accomplish that a week ish. And then the first person to get bingo wins. Yes. And when I, when we say the first person, like literally the first person. So uh, again, within the time constraints. So we'll spell it all out. There will be rules. It will be clear. The The things that, that we're excited about are you're going to be able to take your live bingo card and you're going to email it to an email address. That way, uh, we know at the end, we're not going to check everybody's cards, but but at the end, whoever the winner is, we we'll, will check that card. We'll check your, that card. Yes. Yeah. That's the uh, because otherwise you could just keep you could it. just keep making bingo cards till you get a winner. Right. So the goal for this very first time, we're just trying this out. Is it a good idea? Is it not a good idea? We're just going to do, like Tom said, five in a row, but we reserve the right to do to make changes as we go. So we might we might do a second surprise call out at any given point during right. the week. Or we might ex- extend it to where the contest is more than just five in a row. Right. Not that like in addition to not someone will get five and we'll tell them tough. Right. But that maybe, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll keep the contest going long or we'll keep the challenge going even longer after awarding the first prize exactly so we'll extend it is what he's saying like you can you whoever wins the the five in a row they're done but then we might we might keep going um but we don't know any we don't know like is this going to be you know we've got five people signed up is this going to be we've got 200 we have no idea right so a lot of it's just going to depend on what sort of uh Interest level you guys have Exactly So you will control Your own destiny In you that will. regard You will And uh, um, so No You do not have to pay anything To play Oh yes That's probably We should probably make that clear Yeah So this is This is for fun And we have talked to A few different Partners that uh, that people in the community who have businesses, small businesses, or have ties to small businesses that are going to provide prizes for this very first one because we have done nothing like this before. We're just going to have one prize, right? So if we have a bunch of people that all have bingo on the same day, we're going to throw all your names in the hat. And then we're going to draw, and that's going to be the person that wins, right? And so that's that. that <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, in the event that multiple people get yes. bingo at the same time, we're just we're not saying that's definitely going to happen. We're just trying to prepare for all scenarios, right? So again, it's our first time doing something like this, so there's a lot of things to learn and figure out. So that's why we're just trying to keep it as simple as possible. Yes. So we will and have, still be fun. And the plan is to start this the first week of September, so we will have more information, more detailed and specific information for you over. The next few weeks Yes So watch for uh, Notices to go And sign up Because we will Have a cutoff date And it will probably Not be in your Best interest to Join after the Maybe first the week. first week Or yeah, so So You'll be already Behind We don't want you To miss out <laughs> So moving into the news proper, although yeah. I guess Maybe that was also News I think that was News Yes So uh, Soul Cycle Ooh Soul Cycle They are Laying down the Gauntlet to Peloton Yes They're just from out of nowhere Was yeah. this the one that was Going into bankruptcy That was Flywheel No, no? that was Flywheel okay. But uh, SoulCycle is the one That they said Oh we're going to do an IPO That's right They never did the IPO okay. Then they canceled the IPO gotcha. So uh, it is interesting So they are moving to A digital offering That will be in direct competition With Peloton And they announced this On August 7th And it is going to start With an invite only launch In the fall It's going to have At home equipment That will be available in the For purchase in the winter Again just for the invite only only crew and 
and then they will have a more public rollout early in 2020. It looks like that the pieces of equipment that they are going to start with or that they're going to have in general are going to be the exact studio bike they have now. So that's one. Okay. And then the second will be the Woodway treadmills they use in the Precision Run. So if you guys aren't familiar, uh, this was news to me. I had to kind of understand this. Apparently, they own an entire portfolio. Like SoulCycle doesn't. They are part of Equinox. And so um, Equinox also owns SoulCycle and Precision Run. And I think they also own Blink Fitness. And they're kind of like different pieces of the pie. Like Blink Fitness is for people who are like low budget. That's, you know, they're trying to do low budget gyms. And then you have like the higher version of that, like the high level version of that too. So it's all over the place from a pricing standpoint, but all of them are going to have... Kind of like Gap and Old Navy. Right, exactly. That's a great example. Um, And so what they're going to do is they're going to integrate live and recorded uh, classes. So exactly what we do uh, with Peloton. But interesting is that it could span 300 physical locations and 6,000 instructors. So it sounds like they're going to try and feed you your local instructors instead of having national instructors Mm -hmm. that are kind of like celebrities. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. They have not finalized the prices for the equipment or the streaming service. They plan... (laughs) This cracked me up. The platform intends to license the top hits played in studios. They plan to. They haven't started. Yeah. Well... I think you're going to find that's not that's easier said than done. And also, just a little side note about Flywheel. Someone posted something interesting in the Clipout group this week about someone on the Flywheel page complaining about the music. saying, And they were saying that they've been taking Peloton rides because the music with Flywheel has been so substandard. Right. So I don't know if Soul, I mean, SoulCycle will have the same issues that Flywheel has, but I Absolutely. don't. I'm curious if they haven't even started the licensing <laughs> process, which maybe they have and they just didn't word it very well. I don't sure, know. Sure, that could be. We'll see. Uh, they said, as far as recreating the sense of community, Equinox will add a few features to facilitate user connections, but they did not give any specifics. High fives, anyone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then high tens, right? We're twice as good <laughs> and half as original. I I feel like they've learned from Flywheel. Like fly, I think Flywheel thought, well, we'll just make an at home bike and it'll be fine, yeah. and that that'll take down Peloton. And this definitely sounds more aggressive, but I but I also feel like still too little, too late. I mean, I feel like if if you were just entering. The selection process And you have this one that's completely Built up and built out And then you have the startup Yeah I mean those who are already Attending SoulCycle and they're diehard fans I'm sure they will jump all over it I I don't know what's going to happen To the rest of the the people out there I mean I guess if you were considering Peloton but you didn't want to you know Commit I will say at least they brought an entire, to your earlier point, an entire spectrum of exercise equipment and, 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 and things that you could do. Right. You know, if you right now, if your decision was between Flywheel and Peloton, it's like, well, Peloton, because not only do you get the bike, but you also get all the digital content. Right. And, and it's all included in one price. And even if you if you don't want to run or get a tread, like there's that part of your brain that's going to go, but maybe one day and it's better to choose the one that has it than the one that doesn't. Yeah. So. We shall see Yes we shall But interestingly On the exact same day That they announced this They also made A giant statement Because they have A huge controversy happening And that controversy is That billionaire Hudson Yards developer And SoulCycle owner Stephen Ross Is hosting a Trump fundraiser In the Hamptons I read the uh 
that was the article headline, by the way. That was not my words. Right. (laughs) Just to be clear. But uh, the Washington Post reports that there's going to be a luncheon on Friday in Southampton. And it's going to be at this guy's home. This guy being... Stephen Ross and, uh, the, and This cracks me up I mean Regardless of where You stand on, tele- on politics Just that there's A hundred thousand dollars A plate for a photo Opportunity and lunch And then the Two hundred and fifty Thousand dollar package Includes a private Round table Discussion with the President And they all do that I know But I just I Regardless when, when you see the, the numbers, numbers <laughs> It is kind of like Oh are you Who are these people Right But uh but yeah, the numbers can be cut. But I also read elsewhere that there are like twenty five hundred dollar donation levels to, oh. to get. You don't get the photo op, obviously. It's like Wizard well, but World. The hundred, oh, okay. I it's see, like I Wizard see. World. Like the reason that this is controversial is because you know people at Soul Cycle, people who are writing with Soul Cycle now, are like dropping off in droves. Like they are like, I don't want anything to do with uh, anybody who is associated with Trump. Again, regardless of where you stand on that, that is interesting to me. Because what does that mean Considering that they launched this huge initiative On the exact same day as this comes out Like I feel like it kind of dampened that excitement If you will Yeah that was certainly I'm sure not the The competing news they were looking for that day I think so So um because they did issue a statement saying that Yeah, should we should we read the statement? Yeah, we probably should. If we're okay. going to talk about the fact that people were leaving because of this, we should probably also discuss their response. Okay. To our soul family. At Soul Cycle, we wake up every day committed to our community and creating a safe space where all are welcome. We believe in diversity, inclusion, and equality. Soul Cycle in no way endorses the political fundraising event being held later this week. Soul Soul Cycle has nothing to do with this event and does not support it. Consistent with our policies, no company profits are used to fund politicians. We're committed to all our writers and the communities we live in. Mr. Ross is a passive investor and is not involved in the management of SoulCycle. We'll always stay true to our values and committed to our community. We know who we are and we know what we believe in and nothing will ever change that. People immediately had a huge backlash to that. Um, And the reason they did is they said, Mr. Ross is a passive investor, so you say, but he owns 60% of SoulCycle because SoulCycle is held by this like company called like Real or something like that. And uh, Real, it, it, it owns Equinox, SoulCycle, all those other companies I was talking about earlier. People are not feeling confident that that it, that's true, that he's a passive investor. Now, I know a person who works there, and they say that SoulCycle is absolutely correct, that they are incredibly diverse, and they believe in inclusion and equality, and that is how they treat their employees. I don't know. People yeah. are like, well, I don't, I don't, I'm not comfortable with my money going there. I'm just curious how it how it shakes yeah. out for Peloton. And I and honestly, like, I really doubt that this guy is involved with the day to day operations of class and song selection. And it's you know what I mean? Like, it's just that's not his background. And anyway, that's we are just reporting on what's going on. And the name of the company, he was the founder and chairman of Related Companies. That's the okay. name of it. Um, and so SoulCycle and Equinox are both subsidiaries, and uh, he's the boss of that company. So that's why they're saying he's not a passive investor. So I agree with you, Tom. I honestly don't think that this is going to do much to SoulCycle. 
Um, but I, I am curious and I will be watching. Yeah, absolutely. Well, enough about Soul Cycle. Let's talk about Peloton. Yes. There was a big promotion last week at Peloton. Yes. Like an employment promotion. Correct. Yes. Not like uh, <laughs> they're giving away free bikes, but right. yeah. So Jessica, Jessica Kleiman, who, well, uh, Jessica is very nice. We got to meet her two years ago when we were there for what was then called HRI, but yes. is now Homecoming. She. Was hired to be their VP of global communication So that was last April And then she was promoted in July She is now the senior VP of global communications So Now she is reporting Directly to President William Lynch And overseeing PR, corporate communications And internal communications worldwide So congrats to you Jessica We have more Howard Stern news I know how much you love it Oh yeah <laughs> I, I just... You know, I've even tried to get into this. I really have, yeah. you know, and I just I there's it's it's immature. Well, yeah, but I mean, and, and I know you you are, too. Like, I don't mean that <laughs> shitty. I don't mean that shitty. Like you have an immature side. It's just somehow different. It's like almost acted like it's almost forced. Yeah. It comes across that way. Well, probably he's 65 years old or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's been do, doing that for a long time. But he he also, I think, is he's a lot less Crazy than he used to be It sounds like it yeah. Everybody said that he's less uh, Tawdry I think yeah. somebody put out there And I know you've you've said and that I as think, well I mean I saw in the, in the last round of interviews He did to promote his new book He was talking about how like Though there's lots of stuff That he wouldn't do that way anymore That that's the world we lived in at the time And now he looks back And is like yeah That might not have been cool You know Could have told him that at the time But uh <laughs> Well, I'm talking like 82. Okay, like well, was, I was four then. Yes, so yeah, so you couldn't have told I him that. I couldn't have told him yeah. that. Um, and even if you could, who would listen to a four-year-old? Right? They're dumb. <laughs> well, well, Howard Stern does have the bike, and yes. he is now using it. Um, apparently, reportedly, I'm seeing this because there's a Howard Stern group out there yeah. on Facebook. And when I say Howard Stern group, it's a Peloton Howard Stern group, right, right. not just like Howard Stern's group He reportedly Does not get The community aspect At all Which makes total sense To me because He has people Coming at him Wanting their Wanting his attention Like nonstop All day long So like And I think This is probably true Of most celebrities That have the bike They They got the bike because they can't go to the gym without getting mobbed. Well, didn't you say that he's like pretty reclusive? He, yes, he is very much a recluse and and just, you know, has a very tight circle and doesn't let a lot of people in. And so the the idea that he would hop onto Facebook and post his rides is is laughable if you know anything about the man. Yeah, apparently, uh, reportedly this week, I saw that somebody said he is posting from time to time on the OPP, um, but he declined to join the Howard Stern group that they started for him or to support him to, like, you know. Uh, like Stern, Howard Stern fan Peloton writers yeah, kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. And he, he declined. Like somebody called into the show yeah. from the tribe and like invited him and he was like, no, thank you. And so uh, that doesn't surprise me either because right. like you said, celebrities are not that super into right. it. So people keep saying to me, Tom, you must be really enjoying this. I don't listen to Stern. Yeah, but see, you've talked about Stern on the show, so I think people think you. Yeah, listen. like I, I mean, I'll defend him. Like he's he's a great and legendary broadcaster, and and is super talented. He's not everyone's cup of tea, but you can say the same thing about Pavarotti, right? Yeah, like you can say the same thing about anybody, right, absolutely. And, but um, but I certainly recognize his impact on the medium. Of FM radio Yeah and, and I think it's cool That you know 
Peloton is getting all these mentions. I think that's that's great. And yeah. I, somebody posted the other day too that he's like in contact with uh, Tom Cortese too at Peloton. So I mean, he's he's as wired in as you can possibly get, and as possible as much as he wants to be. Yes. And I guess apparently his favorite instructor thus far is Robin. Yeah, he says that she's super smart. I guess today he was talking about how hot she is. So I, I don't know. Well, like I said, all the instructors are hot. So yeah. I mean, whatevs. <laughs> yeah, I will say like when people have those conversations, I'm just like, well, they're, I mean, they're all, yeah, they look what they do for a living, right? Of course, they're in good shape and attractive. Like it'd be weird if they weren't. It would. Why would you listen to that one? Right. <laughs> right. You don't want a, a Peloton instructor that looks like me. <laughs> like you'd ever be a Peloton instructor. Like you would be like, I don't want to be a Peloton right. instructor. Yeah. <laughs> Should you somehow I get offered that position? Stand next to the bike and be like, I don't know, like faster or something. <laughs> Uh, but it's cool that he's out there yes. and he's riding the bike, and and I think it also shows the reach of Peloton, right? That like that you know it started as this very upscale brand, and now it's infiltrating the world of Howard Stern, and he's not on rock radio anymore, but he certainly has a rock radio blue collar kind of following, not exclusively, but that's certainly like he's you know has a lot of lowbrow. To the show, right? Right. And you're seeing that it works there, too. Yeah, and I I kind of feel like the downside of that is that what people on his show are hearing about Peloton isn't like... The original experience of Peloton It's right. it's filtered through somebody who's eh, Half-hearted about it And yeah. and I feel sad for those people Like I, I want I wish that he would come on our show So he could hear how a real Peloton fan is And then he could integrate that to some degree Like I, I'm not saying he should become one of those people right. but, but at least acknowledge that that exists but if his, And not make fun of it and if, But if his <laughs> listeners Hear him talking about it positively ultimately Because he is positive Yeah that, that's what I'm hearing yeah, yes that That you know maybe they joined and then they Have that experience even if they're Too cool to admit it I, I hope so yeah. I hope so because otherwise I just feel like people aren't getting The true yeah. experience But I think they're not spreading the proper Word of Peloton but I don't think the Proper word would work On in that with that crowd if I mean, Howard Stern right. gets on there and says, oh, my God, it's such a, a great community and I've seen so many touching stories. Like, that's not, that's not what the Stern crowd wants to hear. I'm sure that's true. Yeah, I. I and, and like, honestly, that's one of the biggest problems a lot of times in radio is when they ask people to do endorsements or the. The, and we are not saying Peloton asked him to do no, an no, 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 that's not what we're clear. saying. But like, that's essentially what he's he's doing, and it's but it's organic. Like, right. I yeah, we are not trying to apply that. But that the brands don't have the courage to let the host do it their way, do it their way, right? And so because they're afraid it will damage their brand if they get made fun of a little bit or whatever. And you know, there's a legendary uh, radio guy named Arthur Godfrey who basically kind of invented the, the talent show. He was doing American Idol, before, you know, in the 50s. And he would have these sponsors and he'd make fun of them. And the sponsors would be irate, but he was this kind of down-home country guy and and people thought it was funny and they ended up liking the brands more because perceptually they were like, oh, it's great that the brand has a sense of humor. I'll go buy Folgers now. You know, and if you're going to come and want someone's fan base, then you got to let that guy talk to their fan base 
and the manner in which they're accustomed. If all of a sudden they start, you know, just doing corp, you know, buzzwords, it's just it's not going to fly. It's going to read like a commercial, and people will tune it out. And again, just to, before we put close, we're not saying Peloton is paying him, no, because they're not. No, uh, I think I think you're right though about everything you just said. I yeah. mean, I, I and and it's true. And ultimately, that will sell more bikes to a Stern fan than him talking about community and you know what I mean. Like, it's, I just I, it just makes me sad that it, there's people not hearing that sad that aspect of it. But I get your point, and it's it's well taken, and that's why I that's why I don't do Howard Stern's job and don't make millions of dollars like he does. <laughs> like <laughs> I wish he, you'd have told me that before we got married. <laughs> <laughs> that I wasn't Howard yeah, Stern. That you weren't a millionaire. <laughs> a little bait and switch. <laughs> Holy cow! It is birthday central, right? We know what uh, Peloton parents were doing nine months ago. I know, I know. Uh, the instructors are just all having birthdays this week. So Jess Sims was August fifth, uh, which so that means that she shares a birthday with Brian. Oh, yeah, with my son. Now. Yeah, and uh, her group, which is called the You Get To Crew, they did a video and they submitted a donation to her favorite animal charity, which is called Muddy Paws. So it was like twelve hundred bucks, and um, she was very touched by that. And I think that was Jess Sims' first birthday with a Peloton. Crew because she kind of started mid-year So um, and then we Had Alex Toussaint's Birthday on the 6th so The the next day yeah and so They put together so they being The feel-good family put together A message board for Alex on Padlet And then they sent bagels to the studio Oh I thought that was really sweet Yeah and today is Olivia Amato's birthday and today Since nobody knows that is August 8th So happy birthday to Olivia Happy birthday Outdoor Voices got a, a mention in Shape Magazine this week. They did. You we, remember back? That's the one that like makes you less sweaty. Yes, yes. And so there was that whole thing about like they were like, oh my god, these, these clothes you don't sweat in them. So um, Gabrielle Union was she like did this big Instagram post and she was wearing uh, Outdoor Voices and and she wasn't sweaty in that workout by the way. <laughs> and uh, the consensus in the comments section was add these to your cart ASAP. And then um, the article goes on to show a post from Lena Dunham and uh, she she posts that like uh, she doesn't usually post paparazzi shots but you know she's hated running and blah 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 this right. whole, her whole life etc cetera, etc. Cetera. This this cracks me up though. She just kind of throws this out there. In the season finale of Girls, they decided that Hannah as a character would 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 evolve her run. So the person who's directing it got her a training session with, get this, Matt Wilpers from the Mile High Run Club. Oh. That's interesting for two reasons. One, it doesn't mention Peloton. And two, uh, it just, just slips out there. Matt Wilpers, no big deal. Yeah. She's just hanging with Matt Wilpers. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So um, she was she was also strutting her stuff and also not sweaty in the picture. So um, I also want to mention that, yeah, remember a while back when Peloton had those, that line of outdoor voices and we talked about that because they were talking about how not sweaty they were and then was like, ooh, maybe I should go get those. Right. Well, I didn't go get them from Peloton, but Outdoor Voices was having a 50% off sale off of last season's, last year's models, if you will. And they never do that. Like, Ah. they never have 50% off sales. And it was the Tech Sweat version. So I did buy one pair of leggings on sale. It's the first not Peloton branded pair of leggings I have bought in a very, very, very long time. And uh, it, I gotta say, it was pretty cool. So you felt like it worked. Yes, I still showed sweat. 
especially in the crotch area, you know, it was it was definitely sweaty. I didn't I didn't see that it was like life altering. Right. But I will say that the fabric was uh, very fit very well. It felt very light, very comfortable, and it did dry quickly. Awesome. So even though I did get very sweaty, it dried. Quickly. Yeah, I mean, you're still going to sweat. Like right. it's not it can't prevent you from sweating. Exactly. And that would be dangerous if it did. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Um but uh but I so I guess that's the that's that's how it does that yeah. is it just dries quickly. Exactly. So, I do like them. I wouldn't say they're like the best leggings on the planet or anything, but I do definitely like them. They were a solid pair of leggings. For those of you who are wondering. Awesome. It's the things I do. I, I have to buy leggings for our, our listeners. Oh, well, it's great for you to take one for the team. Like I, I knew you would understand. Thank you, Tom. Lots of new stores coming. Lots. Lots. So, um, okay, I'm going to start with today. Okay. Murray, Utah has a new showroom opening today. Very exciting. Uh, and then Indianapolis is getting a new store. On August 15th, Maddie Majacomo is going to be there. Look at that. It's only five hours away, Tom. I was trying to figure out if maybe we could run up there, well, but it's on, it's on a well, Thursday. It's on a Thursday. We record on Thursdays. Oh, that's a good point. So if there's no episode <gasps> next week. We could week. record from the store. Oh, that again? Okay. So um, so Tom's not a big fan of that. Um, <laughs> it would be a nice birthday present, though. Just throwing that out there. I see. But uh, anyway, Madison, Wisconsin is getting a new store in, they said, November or December, and then Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in December. So congrats to the uh, team setting up all the store, those stores because I know it's a lot of work. Yes, it is. The Lizzo ride was last week. It was. I didn't get to do the run uh, because I hurt my back and I actually haven't been back on the bike or done any workouts since I did this ride. But it was amazing. But we're not blaming the ride. Not at all. My back was already sore and I made the choice to do the ride despite the fact that it was already sore and uh, it got worse. So, yeah. That was on me. Um, but the Lizzo ride with Robin was amazing. I had so much fun on that ride. That was one of my favorite rides I've taken in a very, very long time. And certainly one of my favorite Robin rides. She was she was as Robin as Robin gets. <laughs> like she was enjoying herself. She was in the moment. It seemed so genuine how happy she was and how much she was enjoying the music and how she felt strongly about Lizzo's message of, uh, you know, loving yourself, female empowerment, um, just being who you are. And I... I am seriously girl crushing on Lizzo. I am listening to her every single day in the car. That's like funny. I am listening over and over and over again. Uh, that that CD. The and she's coming CD to is, town. I know. I wish we could go see her. It's sold out. It's at some club. It's so it's at the the pageant, which holds like fifteen hundred people. Yeah, that's super, super tiny. sold out. So yeah. and it like it's been on sale for like months, and it sold out like almost practically in the pre sale. Like it's yeah. So sad trombone. Sad trombone. Except I pulled strings. No, you didn't. And got you tickets to no, see you Lizzo. No, you didn't. I did. Ah! I was waiting till now to tell oh you. God, oh, my yes. God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So, surprise. Ah! You got tickets to see Lizzo. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> what is the concert? Uh, it's, uh, I don't remember. October sometime. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so excited. So, yeah. I, you I, are the best husband I have my ever. moments. So, I yeah. Like, I, I, I know people. Not to paraphrase Lizzo. I got juice. 
in this town anyway. So she I, says blame it on my ju- or blame okay. it on the juice. Okay, well she means juice like she's drinking. Well, I still have juice. God damn it! Don't correct me after I just gave you tickets to the hottest show of the year. The hell, man! <laughs> That's fair. Oh my god, I'm so excited. So last week we talked about the in the NYC Peloton on track event. Yes. And so just to recap, that's there's going to be a weekend. They've been doing this for each marathon, like the big marathons in the city cities. So they did one in San Francisco and they did one in Boston. And now they're going to do one in New York. And they're saying this is the biggest yet. Well, after we talked about that, I realized that you get to sign up. It's a much bigger thing than I had anticipated. Not only are they going to have on site stuff that weekend, there's also also this three-month program that's leading up to it where you get to sign up and you get all this like in-depth training and like all this advice and help to like help you prepare for the New York City Marathon. So because of you guys, I signed up for it. Now, I won't be at the New York City Marathon, (laughs) but I figured for those of you curious about what was going on, you might want to know. So I went ahead and signed up. I will follow along and live vicariously through those running at the marathon. Awesome. And last but not least, there's a new Peloton commercial seemingly inspired I, I have no idea that it's inspired. But it by him. sure seems like just <laughs> the way this guy is is loving the music and and dancing on the bike. Yes, it seems inspired by John Mills. It does and 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 I when I first saw, I mean, I thought the same thing. I was like, but is it like? Am I weird for saying that? I don't like I you know and but like then people just completely ch- like everyone who saw it <laughs> who's seen John Mills videos and if you haven't, you should go look for them. Yes, uh, they're all over the OPP and Facebook, and he's got. His own channel and yes run run, Lift live yeah you should absolutely check it out But uh um but Like everybody was like And then and then it became but Okay what but why isn't it him Like it should (laughs) yeah yeah Especially when it's like I mean The the guy's in better shape than the guy In the commercial (laughs) like (laughs) John Mills is too aspirational (laughs) (laughs) People be like I could never do That I mean it just it made Me it made my heart smile though It is by far my favorite Peloton commercial every time they come out with a new one I say that but they keep getting better I mean this is John Mills to a T And you know if you I know it's not John Mills, but but it, it it's it certainly seems inspired by him. And he, and John Mills just makes me smile. Like his whole attitude on life and how he always tries to be positive and he always tries to be good to people. And he enjoys the hell out of that bike and singing on the bike. And that's what this dude's doing. And it is it just makes you smile. It does. <laughs> it, it captures does. it captures a home rider on a bike. Perfectly yes (laughs) If you're looking to avoid carbs It's always a challenge trying to find bread That fits in with your keto lifestyle Right because you want to make sure That it tastes good and you want to make sure It has good ingredients so I think hero bread does both Especially when you're in the store You are overwhelmed with bread choices Yes and I've had other Breads before that claim to have low net Carbs and you are certainly Sacrificing taste Texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. It's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. 
I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like, it's a great way to start the day. Uh, you know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the right. morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. <laughs> <laughs> this generation's V8. Yes, I, I do. Uh, but I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins, and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. <laughs> Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Skype phone is Alex Markowski. Hey, Alex, how's it going? Good. Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm so glad you were able to do this. I can't wait to hear, you know, my favorite question. How did you find Peloton? Well, I was trying to think of the answer to that, and I actually am not entirely sure how I first saw it. It must have been an ad on Facebook or something um, because it was a while ago, and it was just found out I was pregnant, and I had gained like 60 pounds with my first pregnancy and did not want to do that again. And sure. I thought I really should exercise, but I hate exercise. <laughs> Tom just gave a like, knowing eyebrow raise. Yeah, I, was like, I get you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I should do this. I'm like, and if there was a gun to my head, the exercise I probably would do is ride a bike and like that's the only thing I've ever would do if I went to the gym or something yeah so I must have seen an ad and I started thinking about this and I'm kind of a techie person and I got all obsessed and started checking the website and like reading every word I could find and looking up like reviews and stuff and I started lurking on the OPP and asking you know I'm thinking of buying this bike, but I don't want it to be, you know, an expensive clothes hanger and realize that every other person has asked that question, mm -hmm. too. And so then there was must have been some sort of deal around New Year's or whatever. So I just decided to uh, pull the trigger and buy it. And that was in January of 2017. OK. OK. So not very long after after I got mine. So uh, so the OPP was pretty pretty nice back then <laughs> yes it was it was lovely somebody would post something every friday like what are your milestones and have a cocktail and i was like wow this is amazing all these people are so nice and supportive and <laughs> yeah yeah um so what what were your 
besides like you were concerned it would be a clothes hanger, but like what were your other hangups that you were kind of not sure if you should get the bike? Um, Well, mostly just that it's a lot of money and I wasn't sure if I would use it or if I would, you know, use it for a little while and get sick of it. Um, If it would be, you know, too hard, too easy, like the quality of stuff. So like, I never went to a showroom. I never tried it. I had done one spin class like ever in my life before at a gym. And I kind of hated it because it was really hard and it hurt my butt. (laughs) Um, But I figured, well, you know, I'll I'll get over it. And I told myself, you know, you all, you can return it for 30 days or 60 days or whatever it is. So I wonder um, if anyone's ever returned it. Yeah, I mean, it, that's it, a great question. It's like we've never heard that story, but obviously we're kind of self-selecting yeah. people who are part of the community, story. right? But yeah. just because that just sounds like what a what a pain in the ass it would be to send that yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. You once think, it's in your yeah. home, yeah. You think the you think the seat hurts your ass? <laughs> yeah. Try shipping I mean, that thing is, back. That's a pain. It in the is ass. money back returns, but you still have to pay the two hundred and fifty shipping, and you know I think you probably have to pay your original shipping and then pay them back so but that was also like an incentive though it's like i have to prove to my husband that um you know we're not wasting this money so (laughs) (laughs) i totally (laughs) hear you on that (laughs) so does has he come around has he acknowledged that you did not waste the money yes that's good (laughs) he has not he has not written himself, but he does uh, admit that the bike has been a good thing. So I like <laughs> Tom, you have a lot in common. I do. <laughs> like a, a shadow twin. <laughs> well, I'm glad that he acknowledged. I don't know if you know this, but some men. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Don't like to acknowledge things like that. That's true. Oh, that I'm true. not one. You're actually not one. Yeah. Like you say that kind of joking, but you're not. Yeah. You're not like that. Um, so whenever you got the bike, had you been exercising at all at that point? Or were you just like this? This was kind of a brand new journey from an exercise standpoint. Like, I know you said you didn't you had done a spin class, but like in yeah. general, were you doing anything? No. Okay. I, um. Yeah, no, I've always been kind of a, a chubby girl that hates exercise, and I uh, played sports in high school because I had to. Yeah. Um, so it was sort of much against my will, and, you know, the, like, running laps beforehand. Was uh. like, Ugh. Um, <laughs> so did your parents so, make you, or did your school, like, draft you or something? Like, how, like, yeah, how were you made? Yeah, required it. Like, we had oh. to play a sport every season. Was I've that, ne- like, a private school thing? Uh, yeah. Okay, I was okay. just curious. I was like, I've never heard of that. That's why I was. That's why I was yeah, asking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that so does I not played. sound like anybody at a public school would yeah, do. Yeah, I was just like, well, that's crazy. <laughs> so was uh, what I? I'm just now. I'm just fascinated. So I'm just sure. gonna. So was it like since you said it was a private school? Was it like a girls' school or was it co-ed? It was co-ed, but it was a boarding school, like a prep school. Okay. Oh, okay. Because okay. I was just like, and- there there aren't always a lot of sports for for girls in schools. <laughs> And, well, yeah. And, and <laughs> so just to require every girl to do it, I'm like, do they have enough sports, sports to go around? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a pretty small school, but we also had some, you know, like preppy sports. Like I played field hockey sure. um, in the fall. And then in the winter, I played ice hockey, which is kind of ridiculous because uh, not really very good. And then in the spring, I rode. But. Um, a funny thing that came out of that is when I was um, applying to college, I actually applied and I had gotten in and I had put, you know, played ice hockey on my application, but that was it. I mean, we never like talked about it. And I was like 
JV or like lower than JV, like thirds, like last string ice hockey, like could barely skate kind of thing. But, <laughs> you know, they have to let everybody on the team because everybody has to do something. And then I was at visiting school for like accepted students and one girl introduced me to someone else. They're like, oh, this is Alex. She's our ice hockey recruit. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> ice hockey recruit? I was like, uh, do you guys know that I have zero intention of playing ice hockey in college? You're like, you know, when you see me on the ice, my nickname was Bambi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but, you know, that's, that's the interesting thing, though, with a lot of those, like, less frequently played sports that you can it's uh, oftentimes it's easier to get scholarships because there's a lot less competition right 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 yep yep so yeah i'm sure you know women's ice hockey is probably always desperate for players so they saw it and they were excited and they're like oh yeah and i was like i'm not playing (laughs) (laughs) so the takeaway here is encourage your kids to take up fencing (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I know we're always trying to think like because I don't we don't really want our son to play football or anything like super head injury prone. So we're like, maybe he can play, you know, golf or tennis or like something that's cross country running massively popular. Yeah, I think Um, rowing actually uh, is like because they're it's a team sport and not a lot of people. It's kind of regional. You know, because there That's, isn't yeah. a lot of ways to do it. Like if you're, you know, living True. in Montana or something, and so uh, yeah. So do you, like, do you live in a in a place that would be uh, that you could do rowing? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm in Rhode Island, so we're near water everywhere. But I'm not aware of a lot of uh, rowing. But I also haven't really looked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just said he's like five, so yeah. you probably have some time to figure yeah. that oh, out. Oh no, that, he's five. You've missed too. your window. <laughs> <laughs> That kid's going to be unemployed. He's going to be college dropout, unemployed. Like it's, yeah. it's, the script is written. Although he seems to throw left-handed, so my husband's already kind of setting his sights on him being uh, the next left-handed pitcher for the Yankees. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking care of us for the rest of our lives. So, <laughs> you know, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Men and their sons, they um, always do that. Yeah. That's so funny. I know. Okay, not not, I was like, okay, not every. Everybody, I'm Tom's like, like what I'm like, <laughs> like, like I would. Any men listening will probably recoil. Like, I've never even played catch with my with my boys. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Like, we don't even own gloves or or, well, or baseballs. I'm glad Charlie does seem to have some athletic aptitude. And Chris, my husband, is not like super like pushy about it. Sure, but I was like, sure. I know he's going to be like sad if this kid does not want to like play sports with him but he seems to so that's good good. that's good but i'm like i don't want to be one of those moms who has like 17 sports practices a week to (laughs) shuttle kids to because they have to do you know hockey and and swimming and chinese and violent you know like 17 things so one activity is plenty for now yeah we've always been a like one activity at a time household yeah Yeah. maybe two but usually the the second one's at school so it's a lot easier to work in yeah let them deal with it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um was were you at all like intimidated by the bike if you had not um been exercising before that because we hear that a lot when we interview people 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so after high school, I really hadn't done anything. Um, at one point I was like, I, I should do something. And I did a couch to 5k thing, oh. which I kind of hated every minute of it because I hate running, but <laughs> I forced myself to do it and I finished it and I ran a 5k and my sister's a big runner, like does marathons and I never have understood it. But so I actually went down to visit her and we ran a 5k together and you know, I finished it and I have kind of never run again since then. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, that had been my last exercise and that was right before I got pregnant with my son who's now five. So I hadn't done anything and then I was pregnant again and I figured bike is like low impact. If it's in my basement, I have no excuses. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I think part of me sort of thought, how hard can it be? Like, it's riding a bike. <laughs> so was, uh, huh. Now I know the answer to that. But, um, <laughs> so I wasn't really scared that it would be too hard. If anything, I was like cocky, which is kind of ridiculous since I was not in any sort of shape at all. Um, but I always figured, you know, you can just not do it too hard if if necessary. Or Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah, I re- I remember being so excited about getting on my bike for the first time and like, oh, I can't wait to see where I end up on the leaderboard. And then I was like, yeah, well, that was yeah. not what I thought it was going to yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. so that was a little soul crushing. OK, yeah. wipe that away. <laughs> um, so have you had an opportunity to go into the studio since you've had your bike? I did. I just went in May to homecoming and that was my first time. Wow. That was your um, first time. And you're right there in Rhode Island. How long of a travel yeah. is there? I say it's right there, but you know, I have no concept right. of how long it actually takes right, to get right. there. But from from <laughs> St. Louis, it's right there. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, because we don't have to fly. So, right. um, but I also didn't really want to drive and have to deal with parking and driving in yeah. New York because uh-huh. that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, so I took the train in and it's, about a four-hour train ride oh longer than i would have guessed okay yeah yeah. um and it was actually my birthday weekend too and i you know i've thought about going before and i now in retrospect probably should have gone like it probably was a lot of fun when it was smaller and more i guess intimate but um i never wanted to i knew Chris wouldn't really want to go and I didn't really want to drag him along to something but this year I was like no you know what it's my birthday I want to go and I'm just gonna like ask so we were both going to go but then it kind of came to like what are we gonna do with the kids like we're gonna leave them for the whole weekend are we gonna bring them and if we bring them then what and and then I finally decided I was like you know what dragging Chris along who's not really super interested and won't really know anybody and won't really be into it um or other, you know, alternatively, he would like stay in the hotel and do his own thing while I did. I was like, you know what? That's not really any fun. So I'm going to make my birthday like weekend alone. I just went by myself. I actually <laughs> did have one friend that was going. I was like, you know what? This is a much better birthday weekend. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that was my first time to the studio. And I ended up. Um, my birthday was Sunday and I ended up having a ride on Sunday with Dennis. So I got a good birthday shout out. So, um so that was awesome. That's fabulous. You should have just dropped the kids off at the Yankees. I mean, <laughs> a little right. training camp. They're going to work there yeah. anyway. Exactly. He's he's checking in early for yeah. batting practice. Let us know when he graduates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So um, I know you said your husband doesn't ride, but uh, does anybody else in your house ride? I guess the kids are probably a little too young 
But but I yes. I thought you mentioned that your dad rides. Now your dad may not live with you though. So correct. Okay. Yes. He lives in town. Okay. So you know he just lives a couple miles away, and he's um maybe not always, but he's been a kind of a road rider for a while, just as his sort of you know exercise and fitness and stuff. And he rides inside in the winter, um, but instead of a, a trainer where you like hook the bike in mm-hmm. he was riding on rollers which is kind of like riding your bike on a treadmill oh my god which, that, i don't know how people do that i've seen that and i'm just yeah. like somebody's gonna die one of these days doing yeah, that <laughs> i think that's terrifying and his basement is all like packed up the walls with like model airplanes and like <laughs> tools and like there's not much room to like fall or anything right, right so my mom was like you know i'd had my bike about a year she's like you really seem to like this bike what if we get dad one and at first, I was like, I don't know if he's going to like it because he's sort of, you know, road rider and, you know, sort of like, I don't want to take spin class. That's something for like suburban moms, you know. Right, right. Um, but she was like, no, I think I want to do it. I was like, all right. So she got it. And at first, I think he was a little skeptical and he just sort of did scenic rides and stuff. And he tried a couple instructors and you know, I think he was like, eh. but then he ended up finding power zone. So I think that sort of appeals to his uh, road rider self. Um, so that's been really fun. He's actually done a couple power zone challenges with me. And um, sometimes we video chat and but it's it's fun, but probably kind of frustrating for the rest of the family that whenever I see them, we get to talk about like, oh, hey, did you see this ride? Like, oh, my, graph, you know, my graph on this one. Oh, I can't believe that ride had like, you know, four minutes of zone six and everybody else is just like, oh, my God. But <laughs> it's fun for me. Uh, that's great, though. I, I sincerely wish that I had somebody in my life that I could have those conversations with. I mean, Tom <laughs> listens, but he has no idea what I'm talking about. What's that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and you, you know, yeah, you have all your like Facebook groups and stuff, but that's not the same. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I And what a great way to connect with your dad. You know, like there's not yeah. I don't feel like there's a lot of things that I can really bond with my dad over. So that's really cool that you guys can do that. Yeah. And then he, um, he does this outside ride every year with the local bike shop, the the longest day ride. It's on June 21st or whatever, the longest day of the year. And this year he's like, you should do it with me. And I was like, Oh, I was like, I, I have this like phobia of riding outside and I get nervous about like my pedals and stuff. And I have a road bike, but I hadn't ridden it in like 10 years. So for my birthday, he got my bike tuned up for me. And I was like, oh, man, I guess I kind of have to ride now. (laughs) So so we went for this ride and you could do 10, 25, 35 or 45 miles. And he's like, we'll do the 10 and we'll see how we feel. And, you know, we'll keep going or we'll stop. And so we ended up doing the 25 and it was great. Like I wasn't sure how hard it would be with like fitness level and stuff. Like, am I going to be? tired and be like hills and stuff but um i was pleasantly surprised that it was you know it was not too hard it was you know a nice ride and because it was a big group i remember you posting about this what did hadn't you just like been off the bike too, recovering from something medical related and and like you were really (laughs) concerned and like you just killed it if i remember correctly i I, I had had yeah i had had my appendix out like a week earlier (laughs) Whoa. But well, no, it was the original date was 
a week, I think, after I had it out. But then it got postponed for weather. So it ended up being about two weeks out. So, yeah, I was nervous about that. I was nervous about, like, riding the bike outside. And then I also didn't count on the fact that there were going to be, like, 200 people there. So it was sort of like like a literal Peloton, like, starting out in a big group, which, like, that's nervous, nerve-wracking, like, <laughs> being among all these other bikes. I was like, well, we will just go to the back, and that is fine. Yes. But um, <laughs> it was kind of cool because they had, like, a police escort and stuff. So in the beginning, we got to just blast through all the traffic lights and stuff. So that was kind of cool. Um, and we had to go on like busy road, you know, roads that are usually busy that had traffic blocked off to them. So, oh, that's awesome! Uh, I, I, so, yeah. the the whenever I was in Alabama and I did the duathlon, um, it was raining, so I was really anxious yeah. about that. And I, yeah. I was so far behind everybody else, <laughs> like I was by myself, so I didn't have to worry about taking yeah. off with anybody. But, um, but I, I saw everybody in the pictures like taking off and it was just like it's insane watching all those bikes take off at the same yeah. time because people are so aggressive and right. um and i know they they want to win and stuff i get it but like i just don't have that kind of like it'll be fine right. attitude i'm like very cautious about that kind yeah. of stuff and, and this fortunately wasn't a race so okay. you know, it was just meant to be a fun ride but i was like texting with my sister right beforehand and I was like I am nervous about this and she's like yeah don't be nervous it'll be fine but she's like but I get it but I was nervous about like cars potholes um being stuck in my pedals and like being stuck I had this fear that I was going to be stuck going up a hill and too high a gear and like not being able to downshift and that didn't happen but for some reason that was a big fear and my sister who does like I said marathons, but she also does like cyclocross and all this like crazy stuff. Um, she was like, Oh yeah, I know. She's like, and I'm always nervous about like the Peloton and I would rather be behind. I was like, Oh great. I wasn't nervous about that, but now I am <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me a new fear. I hadn't yeah. thought about until five minutes before we started. She's like, I don't um, mean to scare you, but sometimes these bikes yeah. burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we made it and ended up being really fun. And yeah, it was a nice little like bonding thing and it was a fun ride. So that was good. That's cool. So you have a sister that's in the biking, but you, you and your dad can't get her to on a Peloton? I know. I think she may do like Zwift trainer kind of stuff. She's okay. kind of gotcha. a big Strava person. Um, and her husband like commutes to work on his bike. So they may be... Um, I don't know, to like re- real bike uh, gotcha. focused they're, to, they're, to ride the bike. I'll, I'll say it because you don't want to. She's a snob. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> she also doesn't live nearby, so I don't see her that often to know exactly. But Except then I just see these pictures of like, yeah, my brother-in-law will post like, oh, look, here's Kate on the podium. And I'm like, oh, wow. Or like. Oh look, she ran a marathon yesterday, and I didn't even know that. I'm like, how did I not know you were like training for marathon? <laughs> so she's like the exact opposite of everybody in the Peloton world, where she does not post every single workout and milestone. <laughs> yes, yes. Because <laughs> she lives in Cincinnati, and a friend of mine is there, and she's like, "Oh yeah, the big marathons this weekend." Is your sister running it? I was like, "I don't know. I will ask her." I was like, uh, "You running the?" Flying pig marathon tomorrow. She's like, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, good luck. <laughs> You're like, I guess I'll find out when she wins. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe I'll see some pictures later. Um, 
But yeah, I've actually given her though um, logins to my Peloton account because I thought she might like like the outdoor runs and you know some of the yoga stuff. She's like, oh yeah, I'm totally gonna do that. And every once in a while, I check into it. She's never done it once. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So do you do you have like favorite groups or tribes or stuff that you like to uh, interact with? Um, I do mostly power zone stuff. Um, cause yeah, after I had the, while I was pregnant, I rode, I tried to ride five times a week and I hit my 150th ride at like 37 or 38 weeks pregnant or something. Um, and I did it with Christine and I got an awesome shout out. She's <laughs> like, cause I think I had put like nine months pregnant in my, uh, location and, so she like stopped and was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but then after the baby was born, I you know didn't do anything for a while, and then a friend was like, "Oh, you know, I'm going to start this like intro to Power Zone challenge," and I was totally scared of Power Zone because I had just heard the term like Wilford, and I figured that he was like super scary and like super way too hard. Um, but then, actually, I heard him on this podcast in the very beginning, and I was like, "Oh, he actually sounds really nice and reasonable, and that sounds really good." So, like, okay, well, we'll try this. So, I did, you know, one of the very first like intro to Power Zone six week beginner challenges or something, and I realized that whole like um, just structure and being able to like measure your improvement and stuff really um appealed to me and i also i really don't like getting out of the saddle so i prefer classes that do not have a lot of um you know tap backs and and dancing and stuff so um i ride i ride a lot with matt now and it's sort of um i don't know what the word is like i don't like when I start a ride now and they don't give me the exact structure of like how long every interval is going to be and what we're going to do. And if I just started, I'm like, what are we doing? I don't have a roadmap. I don't like this. No, that's, Um, that is true. I've, I've noticed that as well. Whenever I am doing like a really intense interval and they don't say how long it's going to go. And I'm like, how long am I have to hold this? Like it does make a difference. (laughs) (laughs) Or like when we're doing, any sort of intervals i'm like how many am i doing five of these or 12 or um <laughs> i gotta so. know if I, how hard i want to go is this a zone five yeah. is, this a, is this a zone two i, I need to yeah, know exactly <laughs> so so i really like power zone i also really like christine so those are my my go-tos but then i also like doing you know whatever fun theme ride and you know the pride rides and the all for one and you know whenever those things come out um and then of course there has also been um uh, just to you know, put a mildly some power zone drama lately. So <laughs> we had noticed, um, huh? Really? Yeah, I, I know. No, right. So I uh, catch us up. I've been <laughs> less on that page and more on uh, another plug for the Peloton Data Junkies, um, who you know, because they're kind of a power zone group that is very uh, fun and chill. So that's my uh, my latest favorite. But I'm also in a lot of you know, I'm in the the Peloton mom groups and stuff, although. I don't follow them as much. And then I also, I'm a doctor, so I'm in the PMG and a bunch of those um, doctor groups, too, who we get big PMG shout-outs sometimes, which is kind of fun. What, what kind of doctor are you? 
Um, I am trained as a hand surgeon, but since my kids were born, I have been doing um, traveling bedside wound care. So I go to nursing homes and help take care of mostly like pressure sores and stuff. Oh, Um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not super glamorous and I don't know if it's something I want to do forever, but there is definitely a need and it's good. Um, you know, when the kids are little because it's pretty flexible and I don't have to take call and I don't have to work weekends and stuff. So um, it works out well for that. But hand surgery is like super intense. That's I mean, because it's so delicate, right? Yeah. Yeah. And hey, uh, since it was just Fourth of July with fireworks and stuff like it's um, it was nice to not be on call for hand <laughs> surgery on yeah, the Fourth of July. Yeah. Is that a pretty common thing? Up a lot. Yes, I'm sure. That yeah. And um. Like the first snowstorm of the year when people use their snowblowers snow and they all try to um, unjam the ice. That's Are you some... serious? Yeah. So my grandfather, step-grandfather, called him Ralph, but uh, but he, he's like the guy, man, that like he I, he used to always like... Uh, um, you told me he would clear out the grass without turning off yeah. the mower. And my grandma was like... Oh no! Like we're when they came out with the mowers that had the release bars that would turn it off. She like ran out and bought him one, and <laughs> yeah. and he like took a rag and tied it up because he's like, oh, I don't oh need that. <laughs> yeah, and then That's um, funny. and then well, it was gonna get less funny. Um, <laughs> he uh, he he like like the gr- grass was built up in there because it was wet, and he went to move it and was like. Took off yeah. three of his fingers that oh, way. Yeah. yeah. And then so my grandma had to pack them in ice, which I think they say now not to do. They uh, Now it's milk. Milk, right? Like yeah. they put them in milk. But oh. uh, um, maybe we're wrong because you're a hand surgeon. You're like, really? Well, I know. You're supposed to put teeth in milk. I don't know that about fingers, but it's I been that, a few years. Maybe things changed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I read that like the ice would cause like frostbite and that yeah. they wanted it in something that would keep it cold, but I don't know. It's okay. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it was know. milk too. That's what I remember but, too. You know, just disclaimer, we we're, we're not, not doctors. doctors. <laughs> so if you lose a finger, don't maybe, maybe check it out on Wikipedia before you yeah. pack it in anything. Do the not best, take our advice. But here's the upside if someone does lose a finger and they take our advice and and we were wrong. They can't point a finger at us. But did they end up, were they able to put his fingers back on? They were. They 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 put his fingers back on. They did. They they, they never really worked quite, quite right. But I mean, yeah. he was old. So, yeah. you know, his finger using days were behind him, I guess. I, I don't know. But, <laughs> but, uh. I had a, my grandfather had like eight fingers that were like so arthritic they didn't work and they were all like gnarled and stuff. And, We'd be like, Grandpa, what, you know, fingers are He's like, well, I've got two. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like, Grandpa, you're not a lobster. Those are pinchers now. Like, you can't. <laughs> uh, and my other PSA about um, hand injuries is that um, apparently with snowblowers, even if you turn them off, um, if the ice is jamming it up, there's like a, like, tension built up in the blade so once you break the ice out it'll you know like still spin a few times it like releases it so i think that's why injuries are even more common because you'd think like oh i turned it off it's fine um so wow that's that's good to know that is good to know yes 
We I'm, don't have. I am a, never using a snowblower. We don't have a <laughs> lot of snowblowers around here, just because we we get snow, but not enough to justify having a snowblower. So yeah. somebody's got to like the last house we lived in. The next door neighbor had a snowblower, and like whenever it did Perfect. snow, he would go around and clean off everybody's driveway and sidewalk because he's like, I've got a snowblower. Go. Yeah. I only get to use it twice a year. Yeah. And he was, it's like he was very excited, yeah. and we Perfect. let him be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel awful when like. I, I know because he was like an older he gentleman. Was like, and- he was 137 <laughs> years old, but loved his goddamn And he snowblower. had like negative two fingers, right? right. And yes. we we're just we're standing at the door, like hi. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I would hide. <laughs> I would totally hide until he was done cleaning off the driveway, and then and then walk out with the shovel, and be like, oh, well. <laughs> I guess I won't. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, it's like you lived here for I ten years. On my way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same way I handle laundry. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, do you have anybody else like that you know in real life? You said you had a friend that you went to homecoming with. Do they live like fairly near you? That you no, ride with, and she. Um, no, she lives in Florida. Oh. And she had said she was going, like her husband was going to go too, but he's actually military and then he couldn't go at the last minute. And um, actually that worked out really well because we have neighbors who, the house next to us, they just rent it or they own it and they just come up on weekends and stuff and they live in New York and uh, they both work in the New York like hotel industry and I mentioned like, oh, I was going to New York and I was excited for homecoming and I had found this, you know, hotel room that was a really great deal. And I mentioned it. She was like, oh, you can't stay there. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, I mean, I don't need like a five star hotel. I just don't want like roaches. She's like, yeah, bed bugs. She's like, you cannot stay there. I was like, oh, no. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> she like, uh, she this- saved you. Yeah, this was like a week before. And um, but so then this friend whose husband couldn't go at the last minute, she's like, you can share, you know, we'll just share a room. So that was perfect. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, and then it was good because we ended up hanging out together and it was nice to have people. There was a lot of standing in line at homecoming. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was nice right. to have somebody to <laughs> chat with online. And, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we actually I dragged her over to meet you guys because I don't think she listens, but um Oh, that jerk. She better now. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, come on. I was like, I know we're in line to see, you know, Cody or whoever, but we're going to go stop and (laughs) stop and say hi to these people. You're like, let's go over here. The line's much shorter. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, if that's Disney World, like Cody's Haunted Mansion, (laughs) and we're like the carousel of progress. (laughs) Or the Hall of Presidents. It's yeah, like exactly. It's boring, but the line's short, and there's air conditioning. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. Well, we're very glad you stopped by. We had a great time meeting you. Yes. Yeah. And your friend that doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel that way. She's dead to me. But, <laughs> but we like you. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> so, uh, what's uh, what's your leaderboard name? Uh, my, well, you know, when I first signed up, I used, um, I say Alex Red. It's A-L-E-X-R-O-E-T, which is the first four of my first name, first four of my last name. It was my 
like a signed email when I was a freshman in college. And it's just what I've used for like everything ever. And it was maybe my 50th ride or my first live ride or something when I might be able to get a shout out. And she couldn't pronounce it. And I was like, okay, I need a new name. (laughs) So, So I changed it and it is now Dr. Mama which is um, somewhat generic, I suppose, but it does sort of reflect my my two things that are, you know, big in my life. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. That's a good one. Yeah. And what's your dad's leaderboard name? He is Dr. Waldo. <laughs> so I'm doctor spelled out the word. He's Dr. Dr. So, okay. so you'll, we'll never oh. be able to find him on the leaderboard. <laughs> Where's Waldo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what's your sister's Not leader? Because I'll give him a shout out name or a shout out is it for credit or whatever. It's not that you would not be able to find him on the leaderboard because he is so low because he's pretty good. So <laughs> I'll just be clear about that in case God listens. <laughs> we're only not able to find you because of Waldo. <laughs> so and what's your sister's leaderboard? Oh wait, she's a yeah. stubborn loser who won't write yeah. the <laughs> Dang, you went to I loser. Think she's I know like, her leaderboard name should be Gibson my name or something. She she does have one. She's just never used it. <laughs> <laughs> this is one step better than me. It is, oh no, actually, you yeah. do have a leaderboard well, name because you picked it. I didn't. Yeah. Well, somebody suggested it, and then it just kind of stuck. I think you have like four followers, <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably all yeah, mad because I, I don't follow back. I think my husband. Well, I know my husband has a name because he did one yoga class once. So he's um, Chris Marco, I think. So now everybody can come follow him, and he'll be like. Why am I getting these emails? I didn't even know I had this. (laughs) Was it restorative yoga? He basically just took a nap. No, he did. He actually did a little like 10 minute intro flow class with Ross, I think. And he was all excited. He's like, you know, I'm going to start doing this. And I came upstairs from a ride one morning and he was up in the living room, like doing it on the TV. And he was like, what did he call him? He's like, that little guy is such a little like, ah. If you call him a gnome, I don't know why. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. He's so like like flexible and like twisty and like getting into all these positions. And <laughs> Chris was like, I cannot do that. <laughs> um, but uh, I oh, just speaking of Tom having a, a leaderboard name, I saw a post in one of the, I think, PMG Peloton groups that someone said her husband was going to, you know, get on the bike and she made him a leaderboard name. And she said, he's not very happy with it. I don't understand why. And then she put hashtag his leaderboard name was Baloney Fart Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she added the wolf to make him sound tough. Points for that, I guess. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, do you have any advice for people just now getting their bike? Um... My best advice is to try everybody. And I think people say this all the time, but, you know, before I got my bike and I'm going on the OPP and I'm trying to get advice and I'm all nervous because, like, I want my first class to be, like, the the right class because I felt like for some reason, you know, you have to start right with some sort of, like, intro class. And um, so someone said, yes, you have to do Jess King's 20-minute, you know, beginner class. 
So I was like, okay, that's the class I have to take. And so that's what I took. And then as I took more classes and, you know, got a feel of different instructors, I realized Jess King's 20 minute intro classes not have to be everybody's very first class. So um, I do like the 20 minute beginner classes. And I think just just go through and ride with everybody. Sometimes people find somebody they like and they just stick with it. And that's great. But like, there's other people and um, everybody has a different style. Everybody has different music. Everybody has a different, you know, vibe. And I know people find their people they like and they have some favorites and some people they may not like, but I always think it's a bummer when people are like, oh yeah, this is, you know, you have to ride with this person or that person and they're the, the only good ones. And I'm yeah. like, you know, let people, let people figure that out for themselves because not everybody likes what you like. So. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get bummed when people ask for like, instructor recommendations because i'm just like just try them don't ask for other people's advice because what i like may not appeal to you and vice versa just go try them that's the advice (laughs) yeah yeah so don't worry about it um you can always dial it back you know i am amazed when i'm doing a you know power zone max class or something and they're like hey you know shout out to all our first time peloton riders and i'm like wow that's your first ride um yeah here's uh, why you should sample other instructors and not just rely on what someone else likes yeah crystal likes me (laughs) (laughs) you're adorable tom right and that you're proving my point And then the the other thing, you know, people are always scared about live rides and stuff. And I didn't realize for a while when I first had the bike that all the on-demand classes were once live rides. Like, it's, you know, I didn't realize, like, they're live and they record them and then you can just do the same thing later. Like, for some reason, I thought a live ride was some, like, totally different mythical beast that was going to be this whole different experience. And then I finally did it and I was like, Oh, that's kind of just the same as the other <laughs> thing, right? Except I guess the leaderboard is live. So. I feel so, like yeah, you've been watching reruns of Saturday Night Live. Like, I can't believe they did this again. That's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, don't be don't be scared of live rides. But I also don't understand people who will only ride live because. I'm like, the on-demand really is pretty much the same, but... Yeah, I... Personally, I would prefer to ride live because I enjoy the interaction with people. I like I like the high fives. I like uh, hearing all the instructor shout-outs for people that I'm currently riding with because it's... I can, True. You know? But, um, but I agree. Like, I still have a great ride or run whenever it's on-demand. And yeah. a lot of times I have to do it on-demand because that's all that works, so... Right. And especially now with the all the high fives and stuff and all the like try, you know, because most of the time I can get on the bike and there's at least like five or six people I know doing whatever ride I join. So. um, So that's fun. That's awesome. So uh, where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? Um, I am. Alexis Markowski on Facebook and that's probably the best. I'm in like 8,000 Peloton groups and I feel like I spent half my life on Facebook so you <laughs> probably see my posts and stuff. Um, and that's the best one. My Instagram is just small family stuff so that's not worth following and um, yeah I don't do the, the blue one or the yellow one. So. <laughs> Understood. <Yes>. Understood. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time to join us today. Yes, thank you. This has been really fun. Thank you. 
Here's today's recipe for success. So does uh, Alexis have a recipe for us? Yes, and you're going to love it. Mm, I'll be the judge of that. All right. Uh, it's peanut butter power balls. Well, and she said, I like peanut butter in my mouth. I have to tell you, balls. in the in the parentheses at the end, she put, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I didn't disappoint. No. Okay. <laughs> and then she said, Tom might even like these, or at least we'll have fun with you reading the recipe. Disclaimer, she just... This this is not like a family recipe This is just one that she's used uh, from the internet Uh, So two cups of old-fashioned oats A half cup of ground or milled flaxseed One cup of peanut butter or almond butter One half a cup of honey One teaspoon of vanilla And a half cup of dark chocolate chips See, you could totally do that Yeah, I might be able to choke that down Okay And then you take all that and you put it in a bowl with You have like the bowl on an electric mixer You have the paddle attached Attachment on it and you put all the ingredients In except for the chocolate chips So you mix all those ingredients on low speed Until it's well combined and then you Stir in the chocolate chips you roll The mixture into two tablespoon Sized smooth balls And place on a (laughs) parchment lined Baking sheet place in the refrigerator For 30 minutes or enjoy right away once The bites have set transfer them to an Airtight container and store in the refrigerator for Up to two weeks awesome Yeah you can also put them in an eight by eight Inch baking dish and then cut them into bars If you want good to know And uh, that will be up At facebook.com slash The clip out and on our website eventually (laughs) Yeah Keyword eventually We've been a little lax there But uh, so awesome so uh, what Pray tell do you have in store for people next week Next week we have Kim Gitzel Awesome she lives in Hawaii So she is our first Hawaiian that we will have on. I awesome. don't think. Well, she's not. From she's Hawaii. not from Hawaii. I just meant from the island. Like we did the interview. We from, flew to Hawaii. <laughs> I wish to do the interview. Why didn't we think of that, Kim? Kim, why didn't we think of that? We could have crashed at her house. Oh. oh, missed opportunity. Yeah. Well, maybe next time. Maybe. From now on, we should only in- interview people from exotic locales. And then go there And then go there Okay I'm in So uh, that's what you have to look forward to next week Until then where can people find you And they can find me at facebook.com Slash crystal D. O'Keefe And they can find me on Instagram Or Twitter On the bike Or the tread When my back heals At Clip Out Crystal and you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out while you're there. Like the page, join the group, and uh, uh, also check us out on Apple Podcasts where you can rate, review, and subscribe. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. Set yourself free.